Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things good, and that's what we're That's why I love There you have it. You have an impact to show. Give him a shout! Give him a shout! Give him a shout! Give him a shout. Glory to God. Give him a shout. Tell him thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. I know who I am. I know who I am. Hallelujah. I know who I am. Glory to Jesus. I know who I am. Never in doubt. Hallelujah. Oh, thanks be unto God. Woo, glory to Jesus. Father, we just give you thanks this, this afternoon. We give you thanks. Because we feast, we feast fat on your word. Oh, glory to Jesus. We fall in love with scripture. Glory to God. And we grow thereby. Hallelujah. Just tell him thank you, Lord. Thank you because today I grow by scripture, by knowing you, you know, by, by understanding the Bible, I grow. I have understanding. I'm of keen ears. Are you, are you praying? I'm of keen ears. My heart is keen to receive. I'm receptive. Glory to Jesus. I'm receptive. I have clarity of understanding, clarity of hearing. Hallelujah. Clarity of hearing. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Just pray in tongues a bit. Hallelujah. I have understanding. I have understanding. I am sharp. I'm receptive. I'm sharp. I'm receptive. I'm sharp. I'm receptive. I'm sharp. I don't sleep off. I'm sharp. I'm sharp. Mentally, spiritually, physically. I'm open to receive. I'm open to know. I'm open to hear. I'm open to see. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, then we are afraid. Hallelujah. We can sit down. Welcome to World Festival. Awesome. So I want to share some things. Just if one thing if I start talking this morning. Um, last night, God, God gave me what... I don't know who the person is, okay? Um, there's someone with a violently, mentally deranged childhood friend, an old-time friend relative. Not just any mentally, mentally deranged, there's violence to it, okay? Violently, mentally deranged. And it's an old-time um, friend, not relative, okay? I sort of saw, like, the person lives across you, okay? It's so bad that, you know, the person's father used to beat her 
to stop the violence, to used to as in bitter very bad for the violence, you know, it was that bad. So if that is you, um, reach out, okay? Reach out. Person might be here, might be on and might, might be here tomorrow, but I'll keep showing it like get the person because that's not a random random word. Alright, it's not a random word. That was very specific. Alright? Amen. Secondly, God said you just drop this in my heart also. The things of the spirit flow in quiet and rest. They flow in quietness and rest. Amen. Amen. The things of the spirit flow in quietness and rest. They flow from a place of halves, not have nots. They flow from a place of what? Haves, not have nots. So when you realize the things yours in Christ, the things of the spirit flows through you. So you're not coming, you're not coming as though one waiting to have. You're coming as one that has that's learning to manifest. Yeah, so that's, that's a big difference, okay? Big difference. All right? Thank you. <laughs> so you come as a have, not as a have not. All right? So you can easily flow. Then quietness and rest. Um, don't also these things. When it comes to the of the spirit, don't also lit. Do you understand? Don't also, don't, don't also lit. Okay? Um, walk from rest, not from also. Stop fighting to hear God. Do you understand? Stop fighting to hear God. Lord, speak, 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 speak. If you speak, you cannot pick it. Because you are too distracted. So come from a place of rest. Okay? My sheep hear my voice. The sheep is not saying, um, shepherd, speak, 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 speak. Help me to hear. No, no, no. My sheep hear. My. There's, there's natural, natural flow from shepherd to sheep. So also, um, a nursing child knows his mother's voice. Do you understand? So these things flow naturally. All right. Uh-huh. It'll take a while for you to come down. I blame myself, sir. All right? All right. Then also, let your faith show in love for your neighbors. All these things are just God took to me through the night, okay? Um, let your faith show in your love for your neighbors. Be kind and gentle. All right? Galatians 5, 6. Says, all those things don't matter. What matters is faith. Walking through love. Circumcision does not matter. Circumcision does not matter. What matters is faith. Finding expression through love. So faith, walking through love. So let your faith find its expression in showing love for your neighbors. Be kind and gentle. Now, when it comes to neighbors, it's deliberate. Now, when it is church, it's easy. Because when, when, when we're in church, we are all holy. Right? Holy hands, holy speech. You know, they've cost you, you bless. Because you are in church. Bless you, sir. Bless you, ma. You are in, you are in church. Everybody, normal people. You know, glory, glory to God. Uh-huh. I was on my own. No? <laughs> All right. So, but when you, when you are at home with neighbors, with family members, you have to be more deliberate. That becomes deliberate effort. Because when you are at home, you know you are real. All right. So, it takes being deliberate to walk in love in those places, okay? But let it show in your work, love work with your. Neighbors, faith walks through love. Um, tomorrow, either in the morning or afternoon, um, I will talk about unhindered faith and will treat things that, that can get in the way of our faith work. Very deep oral. All right. Yes. All right. Go. Glory to Jesus. All right. Let's start. Now, today's conversation is, um, is plenty. So, <laughs> I have like seven or eight different someone notes. Glory to God. Mujeri. All right. So tell yourself, I will not sleep. <laughs> Amen. I'm here. I'm fully here. All right, so let's start. 
What is the Bible? All right? What is the Bible? This is an introduction to the Bible. What is the Bible? Now, I started from here because um, you don't know what the Bible is. You don't really know why you should read it or study it. You have to understand what, what, what the Bible is first. For you to understand why I should give my time to study the Bible. But it just becomes religion. That you have to read your Bible every day because you are a Christian. No, that's good, right? But you should know why. What is the Bible? All right? All right. Glory to God. You know, the arts cannot fully exalt in what the mind rejects. The arts cannot fully exalt in what the mind rejects. Again, the mind cannot fully exalt in what the mind rejects. So, when your mind doesn't fully get something or appreciate something, your arts cannot fully enjoy it. There will be this drag back. There will be this now and then, right? So it's why we must understand these things, okay? Why? What is the Bible? So that when you're when you you giving yourself to it, you know it's not just vibes you are doing. It's not just because they sell through the Bible. It means something that's for personal benefit, something that actually blesses you as a person, all right? So first, the Bible is not, not just one book, all right? It's a library, a collection of books. Not, not just one book, Okay, it's a library, it's a book of books. Alright? It's a book of books. It's a book of different scrolls put together to form one book. So it's a book of books. Alright? Amen. So the Bible is made up of you know different authors, about 40, 40 of them. Shepherds, kings, farmers, priests, poets, scribes, and even fishermen. So it's a, it's a book that extends from the elite of the elite to the, you know, to the lower of the lower class. Okay? Everybody finds his writing in scripture. So it's not something that the elite wrote down for you to, to bamboozle you, to control your life or something. Okay? It's a book that spans different authors. Okay? Kings wrote, priests wrote, poets wrote, lawyers like Paul wrote. Okay? So the book of different authors. I mean like, like, um, like Peter, they wrote also. Yeah. Second Timothy 3, 16, 17. Second Timothy 3, 16, 17. It says, all scripture is God-breathed. And it's what? Useful for teaching. Alright? For rebuking. For correcting. And for training in righteousness. So that what? The servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So all scripture is God-breathed. And that will say inspired, right? But inspired there doesn't, doesn't do the Greek word justice. Okay? People say this is, I'm, I'm inspired. Everybody's inspired. When they, when they talk nonsense, I'm inspired. R- write a book on nonsense, I'm inspired. Everybody is inspired. You think a nice song, I'm inspired, right? So inspired does not do, does not do it justice, right? The, the, the better way to put that Greek word is God breathed. The Bible is God breathed. Do you understand? That's deeper than saying inspired. God breathed out scripture. I will explain. All right? So, incorporated into the arts of the different authors who wrote. So, it's a divine book, but it's also an human book. It's both. Human because the human authors, you know, received the, the breath of the Spirit and wrote down. So, you, it is God's book written by man. I will explain. Okay? It's God's book. It's also man's book okay, because man wrote doubt. Alright? Awesome. So, we're not saying that God gave them dictation. He didn't tell them, oh yeah, Moses writes, and he sat down, and he sat down. 
He now come and stood up. <laughs> he now come and stood up. He now turned right. No. It's not a dictation. It's not a transcript. Yeah, it's different. It's not transcript. If, if it's transcript, you just, you, just, you just make, you know, um, the human, the writers, not the authors. It's the transcript, they will be the writers, not the authors. No. Their minds were involved. There was participation. It wasn't just, you know. Now, another book, which I will not call the name, they said the angel was calling out and he was writing. So only him now come and write the book that everybody based their life on. All the best. All right. Here we have 40 authors that wrote things that align. 40 authors over different centuries. Do you know how deep that is? Something over different centuries. Some of them never saw each other. And their words align. You know, Daniel wrote the date, the year that Christ would die. I will show you that another day. He wrote the year. That night, it shocked shock you. He wrote the year that Christ would die. Centuries before Christ was born. So, it's a divine book written by, you know, by man. Alright? So, you will see the, the, the humanity in it, okay? Their cultural context, their poetic blend, etc. It's like saying that, you know, when you have a breath instrument, a wind instrument, that, you know, when you blow into a trumpet and into a clarinet, it's both, they are both your breath, but they come out differently. So you see the, the clarinet in what comes out, right? You see the trumpet in what comes out. So the same way also, God breathed into different people, right? But you'll see their personality in how it came out. God intended it to be so. So the same notes will come out differently. You see, guys, happy? Okay, because different instruments. So it is the scripture. Okay, so you see their humanity, their education, their temperament. Now when you read James's book, he's a real guy. James writes for results. So his own theology is not, is how does this work? Do you understand? So you can see his person in his writing. Paul also, you see Paul's education, you see how vast his education is in his writing. That Paul tries to convince you with, you know, proper step-by-step teaching. He's a lawyer, a legend, so you understand where he's coming from. So you see, yes, you see their humanity, their personalities in how they wrote, but God intended it so. All right? Very important. Second Timothy, Second Peter 1, 1621. Second Peter 1, 1621. Second Peter 1, Second Peter 1, 1621. says, For we would not follow cleverly advised fables when we told you about the cause of Lord Jesus Christ in power. All right? Are we there? All right, go. For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Of his Can we make it faster? It's a long day. <laughs> Can we have more? Amen, guys. Silas, Silas, I love you so much, okay? But I want the masters to do it today because it's a very long day. Okay, I want the masters to do it. Okay, you'll do it tomorrow afternoon. But it's a very, four hours, so we can do faster. Um, please, I beg. Hmm? I want it faster. It's four hours teaching. So it doesn't become six hours. <laughs> All right. We've done it before now. We've done seven. Video. Uh, so. <laughs> we've done it before now. We've done it before. Abby, we've done it before. We've done it before. All right, let's go quickly. He 
honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Yeah. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. We also have a prophetic message as something re completely reliable. And you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. 20. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of the scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will. But prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. You see that? So look at this. He said, we were with him on the holy mountain, right? So we saw the fantastic presence. We saw Elijah, we saw, we saw Moses, right? So that would have been cool, right? But he says beyond that, beyond that, says we have the prophetic word. That beyond what we saw on the mountain, we have the prophetic word. As something completely reliable. Saying that the word of God in scripture, you know, weighs more than even what we saw. It says, the person didn't come by, you know, the prophetic interpretation of things. That they, they didn't think it up. They did not imagine it and just create scripture. Do you get? Yes, you know, it says, it says you must see that something completely reliable. Okay? Prophets didn't just write from their own human way, right? But prophets, even though human, what? Spoke from God as a what? Kind of experience. As we moved by the Spirit. So, what you see in scripture, you know, is God's words written through man. It is the word of God. The Bible is the word of God. As we go on, you will see how strong this is as a statement. The Bible is the word of God. <laughs> All right? Glory to Jesus. So, God did not seize their hands and write through them. They're not much of typewriters. Okay? He didn't see their hands and write through them. No. He didn't also dictate through them, okay? Glory to God. It was God's word written by man, okay? The mind of the people were still involved. So it was fully, is a book written by man that is God's word. So the way the Bible is, is exactly God, exactly the way God wants it to be. God affirmed what, what is written. The words they chose, how they wrote, is exactly how God wants it to be. Every, you know, every word there is how God wants it to be. Amen. The poetry, everything, is how God wants it to be. Because God moved through, God chose the verses that wrote it. He chose the verses. He knew that they are, they are, the way they are, have the right, and chose them. Do you understand? So, the Bible is exactly how God wants it to be. Alright? This is very important. Okay. Amen. So, the Bible is the word of God. So, when scripture speaks, God speaks. When scripture speaks, God speaks. The Bible is God speaking to me. So, the Bible is thus infallible and inerrant. It contains no error and is incapable of error. So, the Bible has been for us is now, you know, our authority for life. Because the source is God. And God is infallible and cannot err. Alright? One will say in inerrance of scripture means it is without error. In inerrance of scripture, it is without error. When we we'll say infallible, it means it cannot err. So the infallible is a stronger word than inerrance because infallible means 
In that means there's no error there. Infallible means there can't be error there because of the source, God. All right? So the Bible contains, let me explain, does not contain falsehood in the things it affirms. But it contains some falsehood of people, like telling somebody's story, okay, what the person said. For example, when in Job 1, when a guy came and said, fire from God, fell down and destroyed the kingdom of Kingdom, it wasn't fire from God, okay? But it was reported the way the person said it, okay? You get my point here? Do you understand? Good. So all scripture is, is not, it's not a statement of truth, but it is truly stated. Everything there may not be a statement of truth, but they are all truly stated. You know, some people can use the Bible to do anything. They will say the Bible said, I just pull out one word and do something with it. No, okay? <laughs> I will explain as we go on. All right? So you cannot feel like, because you're not in the Bible, because you're not there, you know, when Job wrote, thank God you're not there, because that was not fun times, okay? <laughs> you're not there when Moses wrote, you're not there when, you know, Peter wrote. Don't feel like you're disadvantaged, okay? You have a complete book. You have the word of God in print. So you don't, don't need to cram it. You have it in print. It's even so good now. You have, to, you have it on your phone. Tiny mobile device, okay? So you're, not, you're advantaged. You have God's word. You have God's word. All right? Glory to God. And the scripture will forever remain true. Okay? And valid until the day dawns. Until see Jesus Christ and know him fully. Until then, scripture is forever valid. Don't be a time where we'll say, we have passed Bible now. I mean, I have passed Bible there are people like that. They said, if pa- I saw one I saw yesterday. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It is well. Bible says, Psalm 1, verse 105. Psalm 1, 105. says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light for my path. Glory to God. God's word is what? A lamp for your feet. It gives you direction, a light for your path. So we live by what? By the word. Because what is a lamp unto your feet? A light. On my part. Alright? Now we we'll say the Bible is inerrant. We're not saying every version you see is inerrant. Is it inerrant in the Greek and the Hebrew of the writer? I will explain as we go on. Okay? Because these days we have all sorts of, sort of versions. We have all sorts of versions that don't, that don't say anything we don't want to say it. And because it sounds good, people just say, ah, I like that version. So people look for the sweetest version, not for the realest one, the sweetest version. I'm like, Koshe, carry. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's you know, it's interesting now. I do people look for this and like, it's sweet. Oh, God, is it true? Is it true? Is it? so as we go on, we'll talk about versions too. All right, so how did the Bible come about? Okay, that nine books you know, of the testament and the 27 of the New testament. Okay, that nine books are from the from Judaism, Judaism books. Okay, you know, um, from first book of Mo- the five book of Moses, the prophets, and stuff like that. So the Bible together is called, you know, um, the canon. How did it come about? Now, no church at, at any point came and said, this is the Bible canon. Let me explain. It is not one person. Please turn off your phones. Vibration, silence. All right? Thank you. So no church actually came and said, this is the book we must use. It didn't happen that way, okay? Now, over time, um, different churches had already, have, already you know, affirmed to themselves the write books. So it's like saying there's, there's already a, a consensus of the books of the Bible. I'll show you how they, how they decided, okay? This was not as though what I just came and said, I am father so and so and so. This is the Bible. No. Okay? 
It had always been what churches had already agreed that, okay, these particular books are valid books. Now, the, the books of the Old Testament, okay, those ones are even very, very sure because they extend way before time, okay, even Jews were already using it before Christ came. So those ones were already there, sure, okay, so that, that, that was even in contention mostly. What was contended was were the nukes of the, of, the, of the New Covenant, okay, which we'll talk more about as we go on. All right? All right. So, at, that, at some point, you know, in the early church, not so early, 300 to 400, um, BC, AD, the about. People, people had different books circulation, different books. Some something of Thomas, some something, something of Peter, some weird books that, that nobody knew where they came from. Yes, I'll show, I have something that I wrote down. So, all sorts of funny books. So, it, it became important for, for churches to now begin to say, okay, these are the real books we know. So, that ones, you know, keep them somewhere else, okay? Awesome. All right. All right. So, for example, we had the um, Gospel of Thomas, the shepherd of Amas, Apocalypse of Peter, Epistle of Barnabas. Okay? <laughs> so, over time, it, it, became more, it became true which, one, which ones were real books, which ones were, you know, fantasy and mixed with truth. All right? But no particular person came and said, This is your Bible you must use. So, it's what, you know, churches already began to conclude that these are the real books and stuff like that. So, there's a consensus. It wasn't until 367 when Father, is it Athanasius, that, um, you know, I think it was first that officially wrote down in a sister letter, his sister letter to the church then, and listed out, you know, the books. But before then, they were, they were already agreed books. He just listed them out. It's not as though he gave, he, he gave us the books, okay? He just listed them out as, you know, books that we all already generally affirmed. All right? I will explain more, okay? Glory to Jesus. So how, how, did, they, how did they decide genuine books of the, of the New Testament? Number one, written by a recognized prophet or apostle. They knew those prophets and apostles. For example, the book of Peter, first and second Peter, they knew Peter. Do you understand? First, book of John too, we know John, an apostle. So, books written by people that they already know, known apostles and prophets, known ones. That's number one. Written by what? Known apostle or prophet, recognized apostle prophet. Number two, written by an asset of a known pastor, of a known prophet or, or apostle. Okay? Written by, as Paul also like, for example, you know, Luke was known, Luke was close to Paul. So the book of Luke where the books of Luke were okay, Luke was close to Paul, so his books are you know are, are credible. Do you understand? So Luke wrote Luke and Acts. So also Mark. Mark was close to Peter. Okay, so by being close to the apostle, they gave their books as credibility. Do you understand? So as soon as those some people think that you know that Mark wrote the book of Mark from Peter's stories. Do you understand? That is from Peter that he got, you know. Conversion Peter that got that got in you know, most of what he wrote down in the book of um, in the book of Mark. Okay, of course, also eyewitness eyewitness examples. All right. Also, number three, truthfulness. Truthfulness and consistency with apostolic teaching. So the books that were truthful and you knew that agreed with what the apostle already taught. Okay, were also taken as okay um, credible books. All right. Truthfulness and consistency with apostolic teaching. Now I'll calm down. Just relax. All right. Are we following? Are we following? Is it good? All right. Number five. Confirmed by Christ. Confirmed by Christ, by a prophet and apostle. For example, Luke 24. Luke 24, 44. Luke 24, 44. Luke 24, 44. Confirmed by Christ, a prophet or an apostle. Please go on. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. So this is Christ affirming the covenant books. Calling them worthy books, okay? They called the law of Moses the books of Moses. 
prophets and the Psalms. That, that's, that's how the Bible is divided into, okay? The Old Testament, laws of Moses, law of Moses, first five books, books of Moses, okay? The prophets, you know, um, Jeremiah, Daniel, and Co., and the Psalms, okay? To show, that's, that's how the Bible is described, you know, in the Old Covenant, okay? So it was actually giving credit to the Old Covenant books that the book of, book of the Old Covenant spoke about me. So doing, you know, he gave credibility to those books, made those books credible, all right? Second Peter 3.16. Are you following? Is it making sense? Is it, is it good? Second Peter 316. You right? Start from 14. From 14. I want to show us something. Yeah, it speaks about Paul. Peter speaks about, about Paul here. Or about Paul's letters. Okay, 14. Sorry. Glory to Jesus. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Bear in mind... Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means, means salvation, salvation, just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. Look at that. He writes the same way in all of his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand. Yeah, go on. Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that okay. you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position. I think I'll stop. I'm, I'm sure something. So we see there that Peter was giving credence to Paul's letters. They know Peter has been close to Christ. So that gave Peter credibility, right? Now, Peter was not giving credibility to Paul's letters. Okay, they're saying Paul's letters are also valid. Do you understand? So it gave Paul's letters also credibility before, before the church. Understand another version of 2 um, of Peter. Let me see. Hold on, check my King James. NKJV rather. NKJV, I want to see something. Thank you. Give me NKJV. NKJV, verse 16. Verse 16. We'll explain this as we go on. We'll explain versions and all that as we go and talk about them, okay? Yeah. As go on. also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people unstable twist people. to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of the scriptures. You see, he calls Paul's letters scriptures. Peter called Paul's letters scripture. So you cannot say, I like Peter, I hate Paul. No people do it now. Paul is the bad guy. But Peter calls Paul's letters scriptures. So you have to cancel them together. If you can't cancel Paul, cancel Peter. Alright, but Paul's letters are scriptures. So we'll see also that that gave, you know, credence to his books as um, part of, uh, of scripture. Alright? Also, the books chosen there were written, mostly written before 70 AD. So in so doing, there, there were books that, you know, that were in a time frame of things that happened. Do you understand? Like saying now that if I write, if I write a book now about the time of Jesus, and the early church, and now that write it now, it, it won't be as valid as you know early books where people that, that, that happen to a still that can say this is a lie. Do you understand? But when Paul first Corinthians 15, he told them that you know the things that happened there, some people that witness it are still alive. What's he saying? They can go and ask them to see if I am lying. So, so the books that, that, that are canonized are books written in that early time frame. So you know they have credibility, they can, they can be cross-checked, they can be, they can be proofread, and, and other kind of stuff, because it happened in the life and time of those in that dispensation, that generation. Alright? 
Also, the books had to be faithful to previously accepted canonical writings. So, for example, when you see Hebrews, Hebrews is consistent with the rest of Scripture. Hebrew, Hebrews doesn't, 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 doesn't contradict um, um, Ephesians or Colossians or Peter. So, because of Hebrews, Hebrews consistency with the rest of them also. Like, oh, this, this, is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is Scripture that is valid also. All right? Last two, lastly, um, books are to, to also pass the test of churches and recognition. That's books that general churches actually accepted that these books are, you know, Bible books. All right? I was, don't worry, I'll slow down. Calm down. Calm down. I'll slow. Okay. Books are to be books that, that, that pass the test of recognition by churches. Books that churches already were using and recognized. Do you understand? That's be ch- books that churches were already using and recognized. Do you understand? Not just books from anywhere. Okay, general, books that general, church, 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 okay, these are books that are um, scriptural. Is that good? Now, some people say Constantine gave us the canon. Have you seen that before? It's on Twitter. Everything is there. You know, Twitter is. Ah. Everything there is just noisy. If it's true, it's noisy. It's light. Everything there is, everything there is the same volume. <laughs> All right. Now, this is a popular misconception. Okay? Now, what did Constantine do? He told, you know, Eusebius, one of the fathers that I think, yeah, to, you know, to publish for him, to print out for him 50 Bibles. That's all he did. He didn't choose them. Just for the father, father, father Eusebius, to give me 50 copies of, of the canonized Bibles, one that the church agrees as canonical. That's what he did. He did not tell them this and this and this. He did not. So this popular movie that, that you should not watch, Da Vinci Code, is full of nonsense and crap. Da Vinci Code, Da Vinci, whatever. Da Vinci Code is a stupid book of lies. No, again, again. See, because you know truth, you can read, read it and be fine. But when an untrained person reads it, they get tripped. So people, and it's funny because we're in days where there is history. No, 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 me the most. That in, in these days right now, we have history. We have the internet, we have everything. But people still chop lies without checking. It's weird. People chop lies without checking. But we have the internet. Just do, just do a check. People just eat lies. Lies that even, even atheists, historians don't agree with. Do you understand? No, lies that atheists, historians will not agree with. Amen. Amen. So, he did not give us the canon. Alright? Those books were already accepted long before then. Very important, all right? So what likely happened then? It's possible that at that point there's some contention that this extra book should not be in the Bible clinical clinical. God just said, please, help me give me 50 copies of the Bible to the church generally agrees as canonical. Do you understand? It did not dictate the canon. Amen. All right? Good? What about other Bible books? Now, when you read some other church, some other, some other denominations' Bible, you'll see some interesting books there. Okay? Books like um, Maccabees, um, Sirach, Tobit. Uh-huh. Is that, is that uh, it's okay, interesting? Okay. Yeah, some of Solomon, Baruch, Judith, yes, First Edras. Manasseh. Okay, those books are called, they, they are called the apocryphal, apocryphal, apocryphals, okay? Now, how did they come about? These books were written, you know, in, in those 400 years of silence, in, 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 in between the 
the New Covenant and the Old Covenant. Those 400 years that, they, that people generally call foreign years of silence, foreign silent years of scripture, foreign silent years. Those periods where, you know, God doesn't really speak to them much more like that anymore. Those are the books, times where those books came out. Now, those books were not written, even people that wrote, they didn't write, write that scripture. They, wrote, they didn't say God told them. They just, they are like extra, it's like me saying, I'm writing a book. I'm writing a, a Christian book. I don't call it scripture. Do you understand? Do you get? So, you know, those, those who came out in that period, people that, people that they did not call it, they, they didn't call it scripture. They're just writing their own, their own, in quotes, knowledge of God and things that happened around them. No scripture. All right? So, some churches have it in their Bibles, okay? But people that wrote it, though, did not claim it to be so. And even also, even, even, actually, even, 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 in, even in those churches, they separate them. They don't fully call them scriptures. It, it's not, they don't call them scriptures at the same level of the ones already agree on. Do you understand? Good. Now, why, don't, why do we not have them in modern-day Bibles? Okay? Because um, after a while, well, after checking those books, they, they were not, they're not concerned with what is written somewhere else. For example, when you read one of them, it talks about you know, giving arms for salvation. It's one of them. Let me, let me see. Yes, that's in Sirach. Sirach 330. You know, as water quenches fire, so does arms giving atonement for sins. That, so, those are just, just, yes. So, it also concerns stuff like praying, praying for the dead and giving money to atone for their sins. Yes. That's in Maccabees. Also, contains praying to the saints in heaven. Asking them for, asking them for their prayer. Interesting. You that you are alive on earth, you do not pray. Okay? <laughs> That's also in Maccabees and all that. So, it's why they are not, you know, in our version of canonized. Scripture. Alright? So some churches have it right, you know. Um, the Catholic Church has some of them. The Eastern Orthodox Church. I think the Anglican Church also. Eastern Orthodox, Eastern Orthodox Church. Um, the Anglican Communion, Episcopal, Episcopal Church, Methodist Church, Lutheran Church, and other kind of stuff. Okay, but all the best, okay? Alright. Yeah, all the best. Okay. The Bible is the word of God. John 10.35 John 10.35 Christ speaking about scripture. He says, He called them gods unto whom the word of God came and the word and the scripture cannot be broken. So Christ called scripture the word of God. Christ, son of God, we also is God called scripture the word of God. Alright? Second Timothy 16 says, the Bible is, scripture is God breathed. It means it came from the mouth of God. Ah, okay? To so say it is the word of God. From the mouth of God. Matthew 4, 4, you know, Christ speaking also, it says, says um, you live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. By scripture. So where, down, down the line, like Matthew 4, he kept on saying, it is written. It's written to show that it is written is the word of God. The scripture written, the scripture, the Bible is the word of God. This is a short statement, but it is super powerful. It's the word of God. So whatever he says is true. It means I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do because it is the word of God. The Bible says I am healed, I am healed because the Bible said so. Because it is the word of God. 
All right? Awesome. First Peter 1, 10 to 12. First Peter 1, 10 to 12. First Peter 1, 10 to 12. Well, let's First Peter 1, 10 to 12. Can we focus? Yes, sir. Amen. Focus, focus, focus. Looking at man. And let's continue. First Peter 1, 10 to 12. 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 Are we taking notes? Yeah. Hey, the discipleship. Hey, take notes. Are we there? Yes. All right. Okay, let's go. Concerning the salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care trying to find out the time and the circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glory that would follow. Are we following? It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you. When they, ha- when they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those by those who preach gospel to you, alright? Okay. The are we stuck on 13? Therefore, with minds that are... No, 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 no. 12. I want to stop at 12. Go back to 12. 12. All right. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you. When they spoke of the things that have now been told you. By the Holy Spirit. By Next. The There's still more to that text. It's cutting. Okay. Who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Look at them. He says, they wrote, they spoke of the coming grace. Right? So they, they tried to find out the circumstances, circumstances and the time of this thing that was going to happen. They didn't, they, they didn't fully get it right, but, you know, they, they wrote and spoke, you know, by the, by the Spirit of Christ in them. The Spirit of Christ in them moved them to write what they wrote, they wrote. Showed them what they saw. Even though, even though they, they didn't fully understand it, they didn't get it right, but they wrote it down. Okay? They didn't get it. They knew they, saw, they wrote, you know, someone will come and down the cross. They did not understand it. They wrote, he was suffered, you know, was, he was um, beaten for iniquity, all that. They wrote it as, as that wrote stuff. He didn't fully get it right, but he wrote as was moved by, by the Spirit. So even he, what he wrote, he did not get, but he was moved and wrote it down. Glory to God. So it was the word of God. Even though he didn't fully get it, he wrote it down. Okay? First wrote down those things as they were moved by the Spirit of Christ in them. The Spirit of Christ walked in them to write out what they wrote down. All right? You know, even in, in Jesus' days, Mark 7.13, Mark 7.13, Mark 7.13. Let's go there. Mark 7.13. He told them, nullify the word of God by your traditions. Okay? He nullified the word of God by your traditions. Okay? So he was showing them again that what's already written down, they are changing their traditions. Again, calling, calling, in a calling scripture the word of God. The word of God. Over and over again, keep saying it is written, it's written because what is written is the word of God. Just Christ affirms the written text. Alright? Glory to God. What, what about the epistles? What about the epistles? Now we said already that you know um, the early church recognized the epistles as scripture. Show the second Peter 3:16 that Peter called Paul's letters scripture. Peter. Awesome. 
Thessalonians 2.13. Thessalonians 2.13. Alright. And we also thank God continually because when you receive the word of God which you heard from us, you accepted it. Look at that. So they called what they heard from Peter and other apostles the word of God. Do you understand? They didn't take that word of men as the word of God. Very important. Let's see that in, um, in NKJV. In NKJV. NKJV. Amen, amen. Eh? Which version did you do now? <laughs> All right. Are we learning? Let's hurry. Okay. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who be. You see that? So they, they didn't take it as the word of men, but as the word of God. So these are the things that Paul, Peter, and Co. wrote down in their epistles. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. What? Anyone is fine. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. Okay, I'm moving on with the first note. Good. We're moving. We're about to be fast on edge. All right. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. All right, shoot. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I've already written briefly. Look at that. In reading this then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members of one, members together of one body, and share us together in the promise in Christ Jesus. So he said, I wrote down the mystery Christ showed me. I wrote about them. So, you know, he wrote down what God revealed about the new covenant. Do you understand? That's what he wrote in the epistles. And when you see the epistles, you know, they all made reference to the new covenant. They didn't just, they didn't make up stuff. They revealed things spoken about our day written in the old covenant. So that will say the NT is what the OT revealed. The OT is the NT what? Concealed. Good student. All right? So the New Covenant, New Testament books reveal things already written in the New Covenant. Reveals them. Not, it's, not, it's not made up. Reveals things already written. So when you, when you read the Bible, with, when, you read, when you read your epistles with the NIV, with, the, with, with your electronic Bibles, you will see those letters, A, C, or something. When you click it, many times it refers to things in the Old Testament, Old Testament books, to Isaiah, to Psalms. And all. So it's not made up. It's not made up. Okay? So the NT is the OT revealed. OT is the NT concealed. Acts 1, 1 to 8. Acts 1, 1 to 8. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach book, until the yeah. day that he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. I On think that's fine. See? It was there for 40 days and spoke about what? The kingdom of God. What it taught them is what they wrote down. Now, if I didn't tell you an half years, right? That was not enough. 
when it had happened, died, been resurrected, he now again showed them things about the kingdom. Then the kingdom was near. Now it was here. That now showed them the kingdom I talked about. This is now the kingdom. Do you understand? So it taught them. What it taught them is what they wrote down. So nobody can, nobody can come to them and say, Me, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a post, I'm a prophet, but I'm saying my own things. Whatever you say or hear must correspond to what's already written down. It can be contradictory. Do you get? Whatever you say now, you must show us some scripture. Because even Paul shows us some scripture. Who is your father then? No, no, no. No. Paul, Peter, referred to scripture. Jesus referred to scripture. Jesus, the word himself, referred to scripture. How is now your own that you now say you've passed Bible? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying now, take it like that. I'm the Ndabosti. <laughs> we have to check if you are okay. Do you get it must agree with what is already written. There is no, don't innovate it. Don't add to it. Okay? Take what is written. Alright? Awesome. Next note. One down. <laughs> nah, just like six to go. Alright. So, how do you interpret the Bible? How do we interpret the Bible? Rules of Bible interpretation. Rules of Bible interpretation. Rules of Bible interpretation. Rules of Bible interpretation. Second Timothy two fifteen. We call this hermeneutics. H e r m e n e u t i c s. When you see those words, don't let it bamboozle you. People like those sweet theological words. Hermeneutics, you know, kenosis, um, sort of things. Okay. Apostolos. <laughs> Just calm down. Okay, calm down. All right. Second Timothy two fifteen. Second Timothy two fifteen. See the diligence to show yourself to God, show yourself approved to God, a worker that will not be ashamed, rightly dividing word of truth. So it means you can wrongly divide it. You can wrongly divide it. Rightly divide the word of truth. So it means that nothing, not, not just, not, not, it's not just vibes. There is a way to rightly what divide the word of truth. It's not, this is my own revelation. We ask again, who are you? Okay, it's not this, this, this is my revelation. No, no. We, uh, the job is to find the aim. Aim, A-I-M. The author's intended meaning. <laughs> All right? To find the author's intended meaning. Not to read into it your own bias. What is the author saying? This is why also you must carefully choose your Bible translation. All this, it is sweet. I know it is sweet, but is this what Paul was saying? When you choose your TPT, your message, all the best to you, really. All, seriously, all the best to you. All the best. Because I, I see those over and over again, and I'm like, this is not what Paul was saying. What's not the point? It's sweet. And so, but it's, it's vibes. It's not... Uh, <laughs> Do you understand? What is the author saying? I don't want to hear Eugene Peterson's voice. I want to hear Paul's voice. Grace to him, actually, he did a good. Eugene Peterson, writer of Message Bible. I want to see what Paul wrote. Not what Eugene Peterson. If you want to read a book, I'll read a book. When I'm reading Bible, 
I want to read Bible, not commentary. I want to read. Now, you know, we can have commentaries, have you? So I will know it's commentary I'm reading. But when I'm reading Bible, I want to read Bible. All right? So here, we primarily use the NIV and NKJV. They are very sound. We will show why. Now, there may be other good ones. I don't know. I don't use them. But you have to check again how they come about. Is it a single author work? Like a single translator. A single translator. Is that what you are basing your study on? Now, the, when you have a book, a Bible that's, that is many, many translators, they can cross check. Someone can say, no, 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 this is not it. Do you understand? But a single author Bible. Who could read the book? Or just, just say your pastor. All right. So the Bible has one central theme the person and work of Jesus Christ. The Bible is Christocentric, it's all about Christ. Okay? Luke 24, 44. Luke 24, 44. Luke 24, 44. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Look at that. Everything written about me in the books of the law of Moses, prophets, and the Psalms. You know, someone told them somewhere in John that search your scripture, thinking them you find life. It says, These things are written about me. Why someone said, Jesus said, Is either his lunatic, liar, or Lord? Because if, if, if what he said is not true, he said he's a lunatic or a liar. We cannot say he's just a good man. Because if he's lying, he's no longer a good man. So he says he's a good man. You are saying what he said is true. And he says he's Lord, so he's Lord. So when some certain religions say, some religions say, I'll not, again, I'll not call names. But they say Jesus was a perfect man. He never sinned. That means he never lied too. Abi, so what he says about himself is true. So if he says he's God, he is All right. So, the scripture speaks about Jesus. The covenant were books preparing for Jesus Christ, okay, that spoke ahead of him. All right? Prophesied him, spoke ahead of him. The covenant. The gospels, you know, is manifested on the earth. Is manifestation is, is work on the earth, the, the gospels. The book of Acts, proclaiming, you know, his message. The epistles, they explain what Jesus Christ has done. The epistles explain what Christ has done. Revelation, you know, about, about, the, about the composition of the kingdom, the coming kingdom, how, you know, judgment, you know, uh, rapture, and all that, okay? The consummation of the kingdom, the consummation of this kingdom, okay? But the epistles explain what Christ has done. This is where the believer should find himself mostly. The believer should focus much more time on the epistles. Now, when I say don't read elsewhere, you should because all scripture is God breathed, right? But focus more on what where explains what you need to know. If you don't, you will get lost in the covenant books. The epistles were written to you, written for you. There are books that were written when Paul writes and says, and to the saints in Galatia, these to the saints. So he wrote them to you. I'll take it again. The epistles were written to you. That's what written. Only for you, right? For you. But this one written to, to you. So it's why you find most of your study 
time. Glory to God. Again, all scripture is called written. And you can learn from every, you can learn from every scripture. But when you understand the epistles, who you are in Christ, the others make more sense to you. Otherwise, as I always say, when you get to Job, you're wondering, what was happening here? What's, what, what, what was happening here? Someone said, the question is Job. The answer is Jesus. So find yourself in the answer. You know, we say, God, God, give God, take it. Please go to, go to the epistles. Go to the epistles. Go to the epistles. Where things are explained. All right? So how do you interpret scripture? Now, there are rules to this, right? Now, yes, it's more than rules, right? But there are rules that you must start with. You must know the rules so that you don't get tripped. Number one, rule of definition. Rule of definition. What does the word mean? Any study of scripture must begin with word study. Okay? Define the terms and keep to the terms defined. I will explain that, okay? Define the terms. I will show that how we do that, okay? So this means you must be familiar with, you know, the Greek or Hebrew lexicon, like the concordance or, you know, strongs and all that. You know what they call strongs? Strongs is a concordance where it's like a dictionary of, of, of a Greek dictionary, okay? So where you go to your English and see, you know, um, a word and the meaning. So also the strong is, it contains the Hebrews and Hebrew words in the Bible and the Greek. So you can go there to check, you know, meaning of each word in scripture. For example, when you read your English, English, English Bible, another is another. But in the Greek, there's alos and heteros. That in English calls another. Another. A-N-O-T-H-E-R. Another. But in the Greek, there's alos and heteros. Alos means another of the same type. Heteros means another of different types. But in English, it is simply another. So it means if, if, if you don't know the Greek used in that, in that particular place, you'll be, you just assume another is another. Another is not another. So for example, love. There's filio, agape, there is um, all sorts. You know, but English just says love. So if you don't know love being talked about there, you also be in trouble. All right. Glory to God. So they must come with what definition? Now when people say the Bible supposed rape, again, is this word problem? This problem with word usage. When English Bible says rape, 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 it's not the same word most times. I will, I'm going to do in the next one a full here before we go a full story on that that rape that rape thing in scripture because people don't people is again Bible illiteracy and it's very common in our day Christians mostly see the more I know God the more I find that most most they say about us we can explain it in scripture. My, my study scripture, you might know this is the gay answer. So I'm no longer, I'm no longer, but if I used to be bothered about all these arguments, that you will find the answer. The Bible is God breathed. You can't fault it. You can't. You can't fault the Bible. It might look, because you are in 2021, you don't understand the generation of, of, of Abraham, of Noah, and Co. You don't, you don't, you don't, so you might see things in your, in your content that, that looks like this is wild. But you are in 2021. In those days, it was normal for that they, they could tell them to go and sacrifice their children. Normal stuff. They would tell, tell you to go and bring your children try and sacrifice to gods. It was normal in Abraham's day. When you tell Abraham to sacrifice your child, Abraham just thinks, well, that, that's what gods, that's, what, that's, what, that's how it works. So, read it when you your own day, like, are we God? 
say that? How did Abraham also carry himself and started going? Different generation. Why is it is like um, when you finish fighting a war, you know, can kill all the men, take their wives and children. So you're like, ow, he's so unfair. But read it in their context. This is the, 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 the option. Kill, the, kill everybody or kill soldiers, the men, and take women and children, take them into your care. So when you read it in your own generational background, it makes a new meaning to you. Read it in their context, their historic background. It becomes totally different from what you are reading now. That's why I said, read the author's intended meaning. Read it, read it in their own day. When people say Paul is, um, is uh, what's the word? Um, please help me. No, no, now to have so you, unless you have my sister's mouth, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. But my, my baby has changed now. So I'm the OT step of <laughs> glory to God. They're recording this thing on your own line. Hey, whoa. <laughs> now, people say to like, Paul is Read it again in Paul's day. Read, read the epistles in Paul's day. Now, if, if we assume those things that Paul said, if we assume them, which they don't really mean that, if we assume them to be restricting women, now, in Paul's day, Paul was one of the most liberal too. Do you understand? If you read those things in Paul's day, in that generation, Paul was far, 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 when it comes to women, liberal. This was a time when people say things like, I'd rather tear the Torah than teach a woman. I'd rather tear the Torah. Know how they value the Torah. They would say they'd rather tear it teach a woman. So the guy that had women working with him in ministry. Do you understand? So again, judge people by their day, not your day. Do you get? Judge them by their day. Not your day. Alright. So we'll see um, that rape case. We'll also see that part where Paul um, cost, not, is it cost or rebuked that, woman, that girl with spiritual divination. We'll see the word usage, that's the of division, Acts 16, where they're they more like they're showing them, they're falling Paul and saying, Look at these men, they show you way of salvation, the way of salvation. We'll show you what got Paul angry in that, in that statement. We'll show, I'll explain the word usage that tripped Paul. Talk about it, Acts 16. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I'll explain just so we can understand the, the, the importance of word usage. All right? Glory to God. So, also, read, you know, um, the rule of usage. Now, yes, it's about rule of usage. Now, um, every, what we speak now, for example, when I, when I say kick the bucket, I don't mean you kick the bucket. I mean the person died. I mean, so when they say, if you want to cut it to sin, cut it off, it, 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 it didn't mean cut it off. But people actually were cutting off their hand at some, at some point. Some people actually cut their hand. Uh, thank you, or turn. Just face forward, face me, face me, just face forward. Nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know. Just face forward, okay? Just face forward, okay? Won't call names, but hi, Wura. I'll do the greeting now. All right? So you have to understand the way they use their words, the way their poetry, their, their metaphors, stuff like that. Is why we said, read. For the author's intended meaning. Nobody went to and cut his hand in scripture so that we not sin. Nobody did. Even Judas not cut, not cut his hand. 
<laughs> eh, what? Do you understand? Thank you. Is that one? Just move your eye. Because Twitter will go by. Just remove the, <laughs> remove the eye. All right. So, the rule of usage. Okay? Very important. Know the words and their idioms. All right? And their meanings nowadays. Very important. All right? The rule of context. Number three, rule of context. You gather meaning from context. Don't just pick a line and say, this is what Paul is talking about. You'll be in trouble. So the context is the words before and after it. And sometimes the context can be the entire episode. Sometimes the context can be the entire episode. So that's why I say, when, when, when you read the epistles, if you can, try to read it straight. Don't do, I read today, Ephesians 1, next week, Ephesians 2, you'll not get anything. If, if you, if you try to, if you can, read it straight. So at least you can understand the progression of the, of the conversation. Like I write a letter. You now read today, paragraph one and two. You can continue tomorrow. Now, you will not understand the, the, the romance. Do you understand? Amen. Okay? For example, First Corinthians 8. First Corinthians 8 verse 5. First Corinthians 8 5. First Corinthians 8 5. Alright. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed, there are many gods and many lords. You see this part. A particular group of people, the Mormons, they use this to say there are many gods. To say there are many gods. Polytheism. Now, they forgot the first part where it says there are so-called. And took the other part that says there are many gods and lords. Do you understand? So when you take out a, a text from its context, you make it a con. When you take out a text from its context, what you have left is what? Con. Fraud. Ojoro. So scripture is understood in its context. Yeah. Look at that. It's very, next verse says, but there is yeah, just one God. Us, and there is you but get one God, the Father, from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came. Do you see? But they took out that line and formed something out of it. Okay, so they formed a corn. Okay, so to understand scripture, read it in its context. All right, now, of course, talk, talk about the historical background. Said that earlier, historical background. Okay, understand the, the history, the society, then are the thoughts. The rule of logic and influence. Influence number five. Number four is historical background. Rule of historical background. Number five. Rule of logic and influence. Number five. The rule of logic and influence. What? I'll take five. Or the best too. All right. Now, interpretation is just, just merely logical, logical reasoning. Interpretation is logical reasoning. It's just logically reasoning on scripture. Do you understand? Interpretation is logical reasoning. So, what you are reading in scripture, you should be, should be able to, to, to logically, you know, conclude stuff from scripture. It should not be... Now, this, this is important. Now, in days where people live by deep, but that deep, you know, jail... But it's deep. When you come down, when you read a second time, like, ah. What should you now? Okay, it should, it should make sense. It should, it should justify the context, justify what was happening in, in Scripture. All right? So it must be logical. For example, let, let me give an example of logical, logical reasoning. Now, there are times in Scripture, it's, it's logical reasoning. When you say, like if, if, if I was doing mathematics in school, when we say, if A equals B. And B equals C. A equals C. Logical reasoning. 
Yes. So in Matthew, 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 Matthew 22, Matthew, Matthew 22, they came to Matthew 22. They came to ask Christ. You can go to Matthew 22. They came to ask Christ from 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 23. So they came to ask Christ. You know, Sadducees, they don't be resurrection. They believe that when you die, you are dead and all that. So they don't be resurrection. So they came to ask Christ a tricky, to them it was a tricky question. That, you know, when somebody dies and then, you know, the first brother marries him, he dies. The second brother marries him, he dies. Third brother marries him. Mumu people, he dies. Yeah. Up to the seventh one, he dies. Then we will now get to heaven. Who will now be the husband? So we don't know. Get to we will get to heaven. Who will be the husband? So Christ first told them, says you are in error because you don't understand the scripture, the power of God. That when we get to heaven, resurrection, resurrection, there will neither be marriage or anybody giving a marriage. Says what be like angels in the sky? As there will be no this. You might you will know her, but you are not married to her. But she has free you. Do you get? So there'll be no you 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 no no you will know how no because you will recognize her and him, okay? Because you you recognize, but there's no is my wife, is my husband. Marriage is for the earth. Marriage is for the earth. Citizen lovers, lovers are stressing me. He's spending them. You want to marry in heaven for what now? No, don't want to continue in heaven. Some people. Some people is freedom. Oh. Some people is freedom. Some people it is freedom. Some people it is freedom that. <laughs> All right. So he says, now says next thing. He says about, about the direction. He says, you know, I've I, I read a scripture. Now, we just trust referring to Covenant scripture. And it says, like Exodus 3 6, that God says, I'm the God. This is this, 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 32. Verse 32. That Christ, Christ was talking about, referring to what of my scripture, that God says, I am the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He's saying, now said, not, not, not God of the devil of the living, it's not the God of the dead, but of the living. What's he telling them? Now, they all agree, they all agree, everybody agrees, that God is God of the living, not the dead. Abi, note that down. As the Bible says that God is God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Right? It means that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are living. Because if A equals B and B equals C, A equals C. Logical reasoning. <laughs> what do you get? It's logical reasoning. Now, when, 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 you read, when you read Hebrews, Hebrews 1 2 is filled with this. Hebrews 1 2 is just logical reasoning. It's like you're doing um, digital. Uh, is it, well, there's no course, in, there's no course in, in university, engineering students. Not that there's not a course like this. So it's, just, it's, just, it's logical reasoning. A equals B, B equals C, A equals C. What? Logic. It's, log- it's just. The, 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 that course, engineering, course like, that's what he's doing throughout. So he will give a statement. Give another one. You now join it together. You understand? Read Hebrews 1 and 2. You have fun. All right, but read it slowly. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. The rule of unity. Let me explain this. Scripture explains scripture. Yes. Scripture explains scripture. The Bible is God's word. So it can can be contradictory. God cannot contradict himself. So, unless scripture explains scripture. For example, when James said, 
in talking about the law, about works and faith. People think James contradicts Paul. No. When he says in James 2, that show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. That faith without works is dead. Now, he wasn't trying to say that he was saved by works. No. He was saying that real faith comes with ability for good works. They cannot say, I have faith, I have faith, I'm saved. But your life is, is, is totally opposite to salvation. He's saying, you cannot, don't give me that. Don't give me that. That if you're actually saved, we'll see it at least you're getting better in your, in, your, in, your, in your works. So he wasn't contradicting Paul. He was explaining. Scripture explains scripture, not, not contradicts. Because it's the word of God. So what you think is contradictory, calm down. You are reading the word of God. Seek to, seek to understand, not to say, now people do. It's clinical, clinical. No, no, shut up. You don't know what they're talking about. Sit down, calm down, study, ask questions. Now, the part of scripture that are more clear than the others on the same topic, right? Use the clear one to explain the unclear one. Do you understand? Some parts are more clear than the others. Use the clear one where it is super clear to, to explain the unclear ones. Don't use the unclear to, 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 to cancel the clear one. It doesn't make any sense. All right? Use the claim to explain the unclear. Very important. All right? Very, very important. Read the Bible in harmony. Now, it's also important that when we are reading topic by topic study, right, that you see that, that topic in the entirety of Scripture. Don't just use a particular verse to judge a conversation. Do you understand? To know what, for example, faith. Look at faith all through and see, how, see what faith is. Don't just use one line that is absurd to say, this is what, in quotes, this topic is. Read it in the entirety of Scripture so you can have proper understanding. Certainly when, when it comes to the topic of, of salvation, you know, people, there's a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of misunderstanding here because people use one verse or two to cancel the remaining. When people make it look like, though, once you are saved, it doesn't matter what you do. Just look for one verse. And run with it. No. Read it, read it, read it, read the entirety of it. Then you understand the role of, of grace, the role of works. You, you understand better. Do you understand? Yes, sir. See, when Paul usually talks against the law, he was not saying, we'll get, the, uh, we'll get this conversation. He was not saying, don't be morally right. He was talking mostly, mostly, mostly about ceremonial laws. The washing, the cleanings, and all that. It was, was, was never argued, argued about doing good. The only issue was that you don't get saved by doing good, full stop. But it was never arguing against good works. But people will now use that one to say it was against the law. We'll get there too. That the law is more than just ceremonial law. There's a moral law also. The law contains the moral law, ceremonial law, and others. They don't talk against moral law. We'll get there. We're progressing. All right? So read, read, read the entirety of Scripture. People say things that another verse, another book of Bible does not support. You have to calm down. When we say things like this is this, this is important, this is very important, which I, I hope I can show in this talk. When we say blessings of God are unconditional, it is yes and it is no. You have to be careful. Because Bible says in first John 3, some point first John 3. He says, we ask and say because we do, we, we do things that, that please him, because we obey him. And it says what pleases him? To believe in God and to love one another. A condition for our prayers. Do you understand? But people say we can do anything, but it's not scriptural. The same epistles talk against that. 
John 15, Christ says, if you abide in me, and I was abide in you. He says, ask what you will and you have it. If you abide in me, and I was abide in you, means that you are obeying my word. So any people say to me, like, you can do anything because you are already blessed in Christ, you get is a lie. Because people take some verses of scripture and ignore the rest. Let scripture interpret. Let, let it harmonize. Let it harmonize. This is important. This is important, all right? Now, number seven. Number seven. Rule of classification of text. Classification of text. Classification of text. Classification of text. Now, when we interpret the Bible, you should understand the genre you are reading. The genre you are reading. What is a parable? What, what is plain history? Now, for example, what, what is prophetic? What is just, you know, we have to understand those divisions, okay? We have some parts of that are historic, that are poetic, that are prophetic, or, or just, you know, epistles. For example, Genesis 2, Genesis, you know, the books of Genesis, Leviticus, Exodus, Numbers, and Judges, they are historic books. So you have to be careful when you read there and say, is an analogy or is a clinical? You have to be careful. When people, people explain Genesis, Genesis 1 to 3 in interesting ways, and I'm like, oh God, chill. It is history. History. Take it as it is. If you can't show your working, don't don't over-explain this thing. Who said this one? This one is the analogy. This is a clinical, clinical. This is a metaphor. Oga, calm. <laughs> Let everybody calm down. It's important to I know what I'm talking about. All right. People say the six days means clinical, clinical. Yes, calm down. You have no proof for it. Six days. Don't, don't, don't try to make up this term. So people look for remember that, remember that it's not missing. Deep. Calm. Calm down. All right? When people talk about, about, about Matthew also, the temptation of Jesus and all that, people say things like, I said, I said someone say that the, 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 the temptations there are not, they didn't really happen. Just Christ showing kind of things that Christians go through. No, that no, those temptations of just right, temptations, okay? That are just giving us an, an example of, of the things that, that Christians go through, kind of temptations to go through, pride of life, and that kind of calm down. When something, when something is historic, read it as history. When they parable it as parable, for example, that, that um, in, um, I think, Luke 16, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, Now, it did not say a parable, it said a certain man. It did not say is a parable. So there's actually a certain Lazarus and the rich man. It's not a parable. Read, read, read it the way the Bible puts it. You save a lot of headache. Alright? Good. Now, wait, 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 prophetic books also. Read prophetic books with, with prophetic eyes. Let me, let me explain it. Now, when, when, when you read, when you read um, prophetic books, you have to understand symbols and terms that it's not always literary. So when you get revelations, calm down. It's a prophetic book. Okay? When you see it's also so on the horse with white clinical clinical, what does it mean? Calm down. Okay? So you can have proper understanding. Read each genre, you know, the way that genre is. Alright? Good. Then finally, let me add one more. The rule of the church's historical view. 
churches, the church, the historical view of that passage. Now, when you read scripture, understand this, that whatever you read there has debated over the years. There's no new debates. There's no new debates. They've argued everything. No, we human beings feel. Everybody feels like that they read generation. Everybody feels like this generation is the, is the most woke one. Everybody feels that they're the most intelligent generation. Now everybody else feels that my generation, we are the smart ones. We don't have the revival. We have the depth. We have the knowledge of everything. Oh God, keep quiet. <laughs> because it doesn't. <laughs> when, when, when you try to check the evidence of these things, you're not, you're not, you're not really that smarter. Maybe you have more tools, right? But you're not actually smarter. You're not smarter. And when it comes to basic, basic questions of life, the philosophy of life, it's the same thing. When it comes to the philosophy, nothing has changed. What, what, what changes is science, technology. When it comes to the philosophy of life, of human nature, it's the same thing. Human nature has not changed. Human nature is the same thing. When you're from Genesis, we, are, we still behave the same way. There's more power, we stretch the power. We still behave the exact same way. Men are still scum, women are still scum from Bible days till now. No, no, no. So there's nothing, there's no new men are scum. What's the name of this guy that raped his sister? There's not... Guy read the sister. Men have been scum since. Do you get? So there's no new remand. Human, human nature has been human nature forever. So when we say these things, I just laugh because the Bible has showed me, the Bible has shown me human nature. So when people say men are bad, women are good. <laughs> All men are on that same. Our behavior is the same thing. Scum is in every unsaved man. It's there. There's scum there. Scum. Do you get? Desperately wicked, not wicked though, out of man. That man is not a gender, it's mankind. Desperately wicked. So, all, 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 so people say things like, um, I want a world without men. Okay. Okay. He's in a female, but now that's one locks, locks money, locks money wardrobe and went home. Locks money wardrobe and went to meet them. Okay. So. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. So, it's human nature at work. Do you understand? And if, if, if you have been saying it yourself, if you tell yourself the sincere truth, you are capable of wickedness. Tell yourself the truth. Tell yourself the truth. You are capable of wickedness. Some of us, before we got saved, the things we did or almost did, <laughs> the kind of thoughts we had that, that we could not because fear they catch us. But without the fear, we for them. Things you would have done, it would catch you. So, can you really say that others are wicked? You are good. You'll be lying to yourself. You'll be hypocritical. Is, is, is it talk about, about that David, you know, I saw, I saw someone online too, that how can David be loved them, clinical character goes out, that David that killed somebody, clinical, clinical, clinical. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not as sweet to say because you don't kill somebody. But, if you sit as a king, Without the power available to you. You know, Abad, Abad, also, David never knew he had done something bad. He didn't know he had done something bad. He didn't know he had done something bad. He just did it and to him, I, I just kinged. King just kinged. He didn't think about, he didn't think about, he didn't think about until they came to tell him. He was just saying, person did that, I will punish person pepper. He was giving judgment. He didn't know it was him. That's how it was. He didn't judge himself. That's, that's human nature. Let me check your life sincerely. You, 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 you may be say David is bad. Check. This is your most deed. Or once you thought about that, you did not do. Because they will catch you. 
When you, when you read about Hitler and Co, <laughs> human nature at work is terrible. What, 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 what of the words we have? It, it's, not, it's not really about care for anybody. It's just, it's really money, power, greed. Human nature at work. So we say, my father is so and so and so, uh, is bad at Let's wait till you have the money to do it also, till you have the money and resources to do it. Let's see if you do the same thing before we say. So be calm in passing judgment, be calm about it. Be calm, be calm, be calm. That person is so and so and so. I know you did it, okay? But what are the thoughts in your own head that you've not done yet? That you've not done yet? Amen. If God scans your thoughts, you are super filthy. <laughs> Amen. Think of my point here. Woman, the church at work, okay? So let me get back to that. So the church has debated many topics. And there are things that are generally of agreement. So when you have a new Rema only you believe in, just best believe that you are the one in error. If that Rema only you, they see him, or people in your small group, best believe that it's likely, it's likely that it's only you people that are wrong. When you are right, everybody's wrong. You're likely the wrong person. So be calm, be calm. When we begin to deviate from, from established church, church doctrine that has been on for ages, be calm. You might be the wrong person. So check, check again with patience. Now we're not saying that you should carry your church doctrine in your head and say, this is clinical, 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 because it's, it's old time doctrine. Relax, so. Relax. I'm just saying, do a broader research and see what the topic has been from, you know, time immemorial. All right? Amen. Amen. So also, um, the Bible is progressive revelation. It's progressive, progressive revelation, progressive revelation. This is what I mean by progressive revelation. That um, the Bible, you know, we have the OT and the, and the, and the new and the NT. The covenant, you know, um, is better, is explained in the new. Right? So it means that you can just go on and apply some old covenant things, you'll be in trouble because God in the Bible has progressed from that. Now, for example, for example, the Sabbath. You can be arguing now that which day is Sabbath day. Christ is the Sabbath. He has come. He has died. He rose up, rose up again. It's your Sabbath. So there's no longer today must be Sabbath day. Do you get? We have, we have learned from Christ. We have progressed from that covenant. Now, let me, not give, let me give you the balance of it. Now, there is no new progression anymore. There is no new progression. Let me explain. Because today, now we have some people they are progressive Christians. They now say, you know, in our day now, because of, because of the day we are in now, you know, Bible has to agree with, about, about, with gay life and with LGBT and likes. Yes, they want to say, because progressive relation. No, Bible has stopped progressing. The progression has stopped. It stopped with Christ revealed. Full stop. Christ revealed is the progression. That the OT was, you know, Christ you know, was, the, was the NT concealed. In the OT it is revealed. Full stop. So whatever you see or hear now must agree with the epistles. Do you understand? So if Paul not supports gay marriage, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. Alright? Christ did it also. And people use that plot where Christ told that woman, you know, I forgive you, go and sin no more. He didn't say, go and continue sinning. 
I forgive you to go and sin no more. Not, I love you, just keep sinning. No, go and sin no more. People say things like in these days, you know, love, love, love. No, the love there comes with truth. You understand? Real love is truthful. All right? We're done with that. Next. Next note. Two o'clock. Okay. I think we're doing well. So let me, let me, let's talk about, okay, come, come, come. Wait, let me, let me miss my mic. What? It's me, it's me. All right. To show what usage, all right, and now, and now it can, it can um, cause trouble when people already right. Acts 16, 16, 19. Acts 16, 16 to 19. Are we learning? Yes, sir. Are we still awake? Still alert? Awesome. Paul, Paul and the slave girl. The slave girl. Slave girl. I want, to ex- I want you to start to explain what usage. I'm do this in 10, in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Let's, let's do this quickly. Acts 16, 16 to 19. All right, go. Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune Please pause, 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 please, pause. Um, put off this video recording, start again. For volume's sake, it's, it's a transfer. The recording, yes. So it's a transfer. If it's too large, it's problematic. So start again, yeah. Thank you. So Paul and the slave girl, all right? To show what usage, okay? How, how what usage def- defines meaning. So Acts 16, 16 to 19. All right, let's go. All right. Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She had earned a great deal of money for her owners. All right, 17. By okay. fortune yeah. telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed and he turned around and said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of There's noise. At that moment, the Spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authority. Alright, so this particular slave girl kept up falling and says, these are the men that show you, I will explain, that show you a way of salvation. I will show you it is a way, not, a, not the way that she was saying, and that was the problem. You know, in Greek life, there are many gods, not a problem. So they will say, your way is right, my way is right, our way is right. It's not a problem. Right? So to her, you know, and this is what you have to be careful with. People that say they are seeing and hearing. You have to be careful of the source. Okay? So because these things can look almost true. That almost true is the problem. Because I want to poison you. I won't give you a full, a full meal of poison. It will be poison plus rice. A few, few drops of cyanide and plenty of rice. Do you understand? Now, that a way is not the gospel. The gospel is the way. Once you are saying a way, you are totally, you know, scattering the gospel. You are contracting totally. 
So when people say things like serve the same God, you're not, this is not okay. No. It's not, not every way is right. There is a way. The way. The way. There is the way. When I said, I am the way. I am not a way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No other, except through me. All right? So, let me show you quickly. When you go to um, your interlinear Bible, no, so you should use, you should use um, Greek so you can check. So, something called interlinear Bible, that it, it writes for you the English and the Greek above it. So, you can go to Bible Hub, BibleHub.com, forward slash interlinear, BibleHub.com, forward slash, please write it down, because you may just write BibleHub.com so you can see um, stuff. BibleHub.com. BibleHub.com, forward slash interlinear, forward slash acts, forward slash acts, forward slash 16 to 17, 16 to 17, not to the dash, what do we call it? To 17, dot htm, I think. 16-17.htm I want it on the screen. I, I, need, I need it on the screen. I need, I need it on the screen. So if you're, if you're at your phone right now, just open, you can open, open, can open it on your phone or download the app on your phone. It's, it's, on, it's, on, it's on both app stores, BibleUp.com. So download it now if you don't have it. It really helps you, okay? BibleUp.com What? It's not It's not phone. Oh, are you serious? What's not what it works well on mine. Maybe iPhone. Oh, okay. All right. It means they don't have they don't have um, um, iOS version. Thank you so much. Can we turn the screen? Because I, I, I want to come like this. Just turn the screen. Turn the screen here. Turn, turn this one. Leave this one. Turn this. Yes. The on, the. Hey, whose phone is that? Unplug. Unplug. Online. Relax. Or just unplug. Please we put it back. Okay. Put it back. All right. So, I will follow him. Now look at this. Right. So this is called an interlinear Bible. An interlinear Bible. All right. So it gives you the English the Greek on top of it. Now, the way they write in Greek is not the way we write front to back. It's more, it's more like back to front, one thing, one thing. Alright? Are you following me? So, it's not front to back. It's like back to front and um, all sorts. Alright? So, we'll see. She having followed. This is the Greek of it. H-A-U-T-E. Having followed. Katakolotosa. It is well. You get that kind of stuff? You now see this word, these numbers here are the strong numbers. The strong, I told you earlier that the strong is a concordance, is a, is, a, is a Greek dictionary of some sort. Like you see the Bible word and the meaning. So each of those words have numbers. So the numbers on top, when you click them, it will show you the word and the meaning. So please, can, you, can this come up? I want to see this, word, this one under. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Good. Now, can you see this part of where they wrote the way? Follow. Are you following me? Now, I want to show you that what the girl said is a way, not the way. All right? So here, people wrote the way. Leave them alone. Leave Bible up. When you click this guy, three, five, three, where is it? Three, five, five, six, three, five, 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 five
<laughs> All right. Thank you. So you see, it simply means a way, road, journey, path. So on its own, it just means way. A way. Okay? So what comes before it can be D, to make it the way. But here, you can see that, go back there, go back there. Go back to the, yes. There is no D here. There is no D in the Greek. Yes. Yes. There is no D there. Now let me show you another part where Luke, that wrote Acts, uses D way. So you can see where he meant to write D, not A. Go to, uh, just hold on, I'll show you, I'll show you, just, just change the link. Go to 9-2, come back, come, just change it 16 and 17 to 9 and 2. No, well, you can't, this is a long thing, we have signed, dead guys. The link, 9 and 2, change it 16 to 9, 17 to 2. Okay, cast it on the screen. I'll be zoomed. Okay, uh, just do, do, do this. Come back, come back, come back. Yeah, this. Okay. Yes, now go to nine. Nine. No, no. Chapter nine, verse two. Now, two, verse two. It's not touchscreen. <laughs> All right. Go, go. Yes. So can you find your door in there, the way? Yes, can you see this now? So the same 3598, Odon, Odon, way. He now puts D. Test. Okay? To say yeah, he meant D. So he put the D there. On like that part. You see that? Let, let, let's, let's show you somewhere else. Let's show you somewhere else. Go to Acts 825. Acts 825. Acts 1825. So you see, it's important that you actually use the concordance. You want to do a proper study. Do you understand? 1825. Yeah. Alright? So you see again, D, way, or done, then 3588, D. To show that here, he meant to use D. So there, he didn't put it because he didn't mean, he didn't mean to use D. Just way, a way. We are good. So, the lady was saying, this book came to show you a way, one of the ways. So, Paul had to shut her mouth up. I didn't come to preach a way. I came to preach the way. So, you see the, the importance of word usage. Knowing the words, the Greek parts. So, I will check. When you do a proper study, use your, my, the way I do it, my NIV, my NKJV, then my concordance, my, my interlinear, so I can check my, my concordance. All right? Amen. So let's now go to the rip in the Bible. This one is deeper, but it's, it's clear. It's clear, it's clear. People say the Bible supports rape because, again, English words and translations, so understanding issue. Tell me 22. Tell me 22. Deuteronomy 22, sorry, 22, yeah, from 22 to 29. Please follow slowly. Are we all here? Yes, sir. And this in 15 minutes, so we can move on. 15, 15 minutes. All right. What? Well <laughs> all right, shoot. 
If a man is found sleeping with another man's wife, both the man who slept with her and the woman must die. You must purge the evil from Israel. All right, pause. So case one. Case one. Are we good? Case one. Married man, sorry, uh, married woman. Okay, married woman and a guy. Consensual. Okay, it's, it's clearly consent, okay? They both did it, so they both die. All right? <laughs> so, um, I want this in NKJV, but I'll just leave it, leave it. We'll come back to it. I'll see if I can. I want to, I want to just, uh, just uh, pose boots. Now, the, the, the Greek word there that we'll find for sleeping, slept, and all that, the same Greek word, okay, is um, strong 7901, okay? And it's shakab. Shakab. It just means to lie down. S-H-A-K-A-B, 7901 strongs. It just means to lie down. So, the context not tell you if you sleep with or something. It just means to lie down, Sha. Lying down, make your bed, take a rest, sleep, rested. Alright? So, yeah, but it can be anything else. So, you can, you can, you can use it to mean they slept together. Slept can be anything. Okay? You can, have, you can use it to mean they had sex together. But here, yeah, it's meant to say they had sex together and they both, they both, um, they both die. So when you, use, when you say NKJV, I, I said something. That NKJV, tries, NKJV tries to do, have I got in there? Tries to do meaning for meaning. No, what for what? What for what? Okay, I'll get there. I'll get there. NKJV tries to do what for what. NIV tries to do meaning for meaning. So if, if I use an NKJV here, you see the word lying, actually. Lying. And I'll show you how um, this is important in this kind of study. Okay? As we go on, we'll see that NKJV tries to do, you know, a much more um, word can you hear? It, it really helps. Okay, let's go on. 22. Go, go back to NIV. We'll do a comparison. We'll finish. Okay, 23. 23 now. If a 23. I will follow him, please. It's important, okay? All right, if 23. If a man happens to meet in town a virgin pledged to be married and he sleeps with her, he shall take both of them to the gate of that town and stone them to death. The please follow, follow. Because she was in a town and did not scream for help, Follow, I'll explain. And the man, because he violated another man's wife. You must fight the evil from among you. Right. Now, relax, okay? Relax. Someone so, so will say um, she could have been raped. That we cannot say because she did not scream, she was not raped. You are likely correct, right? See, when a rule, this, this is a law. When applying the law, they would investigate those, those claims. Do you understand? To investigate those claims. It's a blanket law, okay? It's a general rule that assumes that when someone, when someone is being assaulted, there will be resistance. It's a general law. Now, in, in each case, they will still have to analyze because they, 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 they will actually test the case and see if it's actually rape or consent, okay? So don't, don't, don't let that trigger you. Do you understand? Every law is, Abi, lawyer, Sam, even today's law, you will still debate, you debate what happened, you get the evidence of what actually happened before you apply a law to it. So, do you know, so it's just, don't let it trigger you. Again, people, people react to these things ignorantly. Yeah. Too much, too much, Agidi, calm down. Alright? So yeah, case two. She's not married yet, but she's she, she already betrothed. She has someone she's engaged to marry. So in Jewish terms, she's as good as, she has husband. Alright? So she has husband, and she went to sleep with, another, slept with each other, another man. Consensual, right? But they're trying to defraud her, are to be husband. So in this case also, what? We have now. We have. Not, not Edwards. 
We have now betrothed. That's, that's what we just read, 24. And now that's it now. She's betrothed. She, no, no that, that's the implication. That by sleeping with another man, she's defrauding her to be husband. That's what I'm trying to say. Defrauding. She's cheating now. What she's doing is there. Eh. Where, where are we? No, not that one. I'm not 25. I'm 24. Calm down. I'm on 24. Do you get 23, 24? Read it again, read it again. Fine. Let's, let's hurry. 23. 23, 23, 23, 23. Are we following? Good. All right. All right. If a man happens to meet in a town a virgin pledged to be married and he sleeps with her, he shall take both of them to the gate of that town and stone. Stone, uh, stone, them, stone to death. them to death. The young woman, because she was in a town and did not scream for help, and the man, because he violated another man's wife. So the implication is another man's wife. That they both had consensual sex, another man's wife. So even though they're not married yet, but she was pledged by somebody else and she cheated. She do get. So it's why she's guilty here. Consensual sex that was cheating. That, that's the issue here. Do you understand? So it says, stone them both <laughs> to death. Alright? Case three. Case three. 25. But if else in the country a man happens to meet a young woman, pledged to be married and rapes her, only the man who has done this shall die. Do nothing to the woman. She has committed no sin, deserving death. This case is like that of someone who attacks and murders a neighbor. For the man found the young woman out in the country and though the betrothed woman screamed, there was no one to rescue her. So he says here, that is the clear case of this one is rape. Okay? And in this rape case, he says the man should be killed, the man should be free, because the man is one out of offended there. She's not, she's not part of the sin. And he says, it's as though you killed her. That's the level of weight that the Bible puts on rape. It's as though you killed her. That's how bad God sees it. Now, let's read... That's, um, okay, let's read 28, 29. Please, you'll see where the issue is. That now, so this, this third case now is rape to a betrayed woman. Let's see where the issue is, where people used to shout, oh, this, this, this. case four. All right, 28, 29. If a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married and rapes her and they are discovered, he shall pay her father 50 shekels of silver. Please relax. Oh. Again, that's what I'm saying now. A man bear. Used people used to jump. Okay, relax. Relax. I said word usage. So we'll go back and find if the word there was actually rape or not. See, number one. See God as faithful and just. When his word is unjust, do a research. Do you understand? When his word is something that looks unjust, before you bear, do a research. Most times you find that it's many times English rendering issues. Do you understand? All right. Finish. He must marry the young woman for he has violated her. He can never divorce her as long as he lives. Now, people will think that some, some people have copied this, this faulty rendering so that they marry all their children to their, to their rapist. Yeah. It happens now. Yes. But is this what Moses was saying? No. Now, please mark that word where NIV uses rape for. Rape. 
All right? Go, go, go to NKJV. Go to, go, go to NKJV. NKJV 2029. If a man finds a young woman who is a virgin, who, who is, is not, not yeah, betrothed, yeah, yeah. and he seizes her and lies with her, and they are found out. Please pause. NK, NIV says, seizes her. It doesn't say seizes her. It just says, and rapes her. So NIV rather. NKJV says, seizes her and lies with her. See where the issue is. No, we said NIV tries to do meaning for meaning. NKJV just word for word. Now, the issue is where, where the meaning that they put is wrong. There's a problem. So they, they just concrete their own. is rape. NKJ just did the simple thing. The word there means lies. Put lies there. But we can conclude. Okay? Put <laughs> lies there. Now, the word there, lies, all the lies there, the sleep, is the same Greek word. That just means lie down, sleep. And I've just concluded and put rapes. See where the issue is. Alright? But the word there is a simple Lies, L-I-E-S, lies, sleep, that is the same thing everywhere. It does not mean consensual or forceful. It just means sleep, lie down, rest. 701, 791, shaka. All right? Now, when you see the other word, then you see the word like ombud, you know, ombuda, violated a strong 631. The word means ana, A-N-A-H, as a Greek word. A-N-H, pronounced as A-W-N-A-W, or no. Alright? It means to bow down, to bow down to afflict. It means to, it more like it means to, like devalue, um, to, to, yeah, to devalue, to reduce personal reputation, to, do you get, okay? That's what the word means, to, it just means to devalue stuff like that. Now, that's where the issue is. When you go to 27, that it talks about rape, 27, 27, 27. But he right. found her in the countryside and the betrothed young woman cried out, but there was no one to save her. Yeah. 28. Yeah, go on. Go on, go on. Yeah. If a man who finds a young woman who is a virgin, who is not betrothed, and he sees her and yeah. lies with her, and they are found out. Please pause. Now, I said before that, okay, that NIV calls this together, sees her and lies, calls it together rape. Right? But in the Greek, the word lies here is 7901, lie down, sleep, and all that. The one here is, is, um, is force. The one here, the, the word is um, shazak. Shazak. It means to, to, to be or grow firm or strong, to strengthen, to hold family, to, you know, to use force, to detain, or to, to or, or it also means of physical strength of hands. Now, the word here, is what makes this rape. This thesis here that is what makes it rape. It foster. This is what makes it rape. This and the context that, you know, she screamed, nobody heard her, to show that this is what was actually calls the rape case. It says, you know, um, yeah, okay, good. Now let's go to 29. 20, 29. No, 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 sorry, sorry, I made, I made a mistake. I made a mistake there. Please, let's cut back. 25. The rape, where's the rape one? The rape one is, um, sorry, 25. I'm so sorry, mistake. 25, 25, 25. What if a man finds sorry. a betrothed young woman in the countryside 
And the man forces her. Forces, sorry. So the lies here is the same lies. Okay, lies. 7901. Sleep, rest, sleep, rest, and all that kind of stuff. Now, this forces her is the chazak. Okay, that actually shows the force, the, the, the rape. This is the rape case, the force there. All right, this, this is what makes it a rape case. And in fact, she screamed and nobody helped her. This is what makes it, you know, in context and the meaning of that word, a rape case. Now, the next one, 2029, there, it says, it says, ah, and lies with ah. Lies there again, 791, lies, now, the this here is not the same word as the force in the previous one. To show something different happened here. If he made the same thing, he used the same word. But he chose a different word to show that something different happened. Now, the this here is, um, let me show you. See this here, are we following, please? It's X610. It means tafas. That's the, the Greek word tafas. Okay? T A P H A S. In the spelling, it's T A W F O S. Tafas. It's well. Alright? It means, okay, it means to lay hold of, to wield. Uh, just follow me. See different meanings so you can, you can see how they chose, how they meaning. It means, um, um, please follow. Arrested, capture, captured, caught, grasp, grasp. Undoed, undoed, old, lay old, occupy, overload, overlaid, play, profane, seize, seized, seizes, take, taking over, took, took old, wielding, wields, just different words that they use for it, okay? Different words that, different words that people, people use that, that particular Greek word for. It also means, look at this, to grasp in order to wield, to wield, to use skillfully. So, this is this year, from context, it's like skillful seduction. He did not, is that well there? He did not force her. He seduced her. So, this, this is what Moses is now saying that love God there. That since you both had, you, you, you don't have someone you want to marry, Abby, and you sleep, you slept together, bah. Marry him, marry her. Do you understand? That's the law here. Because they've been found that, and really, that woman's reputation is dead in the market. People, in their context, people don't they want to marry her. Nobody wants to marry her. So that person that slept with you, that they caught you, just could marry the person. That's the point. So the law even more protects the woman because nobody will marry that woman. Do you understand? So he's saying, you ask, means he's your lover now, you like Ryan, marry. That's his point here. So he's not saying that. You marry your rapist. Here, God forbid. Do you understand the, the, the issue here? That here, it separates the rape case from the seduction, from, from conceptual sex. Because he used different words. It's common sense. If you wanted to make the same thing go, he will write the same word. Do you understand? Good. So, see the, the issue of word usage. Word usage. That, so, why you say use your concordance? When something feels uh, when something feels sketchy and confusing, calm down. Do a proper story to your concordance. Okay? So NIV has caused trouble. They've caused problem. Alright? So I would say always use your concordance. Do a proper set where there is where it doesn't feel right. Is it me? Why is it off? I'm sweating like a fish on the other. My friend. I mean, I'm sweating. Like, this is the attorney feeds me. Please let them complain. They complain. 
Don't offer anything, I beg. We are many. No, 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 no. We'll be fine. No, 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 don't, 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 don't. Don't. If you are cold, go there. It's actually less cold there. If you are cold, go there. How will you read the Bible? My friend, sit down. Alright. So is that clear? What usage? Alright. So good. We can go to the next. Alright. So next. How to read and understand the Bible. How to read and understand the Bible. Do you want to, do you want to take a, a few a short minute, a short break? Five minutes. Fifteen. Okay, you, you know what? Let's finish this one and do that one. Let's finish this particular one then do. Let's finish this one. Let's see if I can take this in thirty minutes. Good. Was, was that clear enough? Everybody got it. No one got it. Someone said you made exam. All right. So how to read and understand the Bible? Now we don't have to preach scripture, right? Okay, so what next? So number one, we said this way is very important part. Choose Bible translation correctly. Alright? Don't just choose anyhow. Okay? The Bible is only infallible and in, in, inerrant in its original Greek and Hebrew. So it means that translations are, are only worthy to the degree that you know they, they communicate the original Greek in our context, in our language. It means that Bible translations are only as valid and worthy to, to the extent that they communicate the original Greek and Hebrew in our language clearly. So it means that any, any, any Bible, in quotes, that doesn't see that as its aim, not, not a Bible, it's a commentary. Anyone that is not actually seeking to give us, you know, as best as possible what is written, is not a Bible. So I say it again. The message is not a Bible. I appreciate what the person did, right? But it's not a Bible. It's a commentary. Yes. I think also that church leaders should be responsible. Is responsible. Is irresponsible. Ah, Lord Jesus, I'm too young for this. (laughs) But are are you truth? Is irresponsible to use those on your altar. It's unfair. You don't teach them about Bible translation and you keep reading for them message tippity. Is it responsible? You are leading people astray. You have to come to church and give them Bible says clinical, clinical. Give me message. Give me tippity. You have been unfair to them. You have been responsible. Because it's not, it's too loose to be called the Bible. It's too loose to be called the Bible. So if, for example, now, I'm sitting with you people that are in house that know these things and I say message, you kind of understand what I'm doing. Do you know, because at least you know that I've taught you this. It's not a Bible, it's a commentary. So when I t- tell you, you understand what I'm doing, you know that I'm seen as a commentary. Do you get? But when I stand before the entire crowd, I'm using message Bible, TPT, you just use it anyhow, I'm being irresponsible. I don't care for truth. Amen. So choose, we have to choose clearly, choose well. So here, yeah. We use NIV and NKJV, and I'll show you why. So here, we, we, we discourage KJV. We discourage it. I'll show you why also. Okay? We discourage message. TPT. Discourage. The rest, I don't know. I, I don't use them. No, I don't use them. See, I'm not, when it comes to study, I'm not, I'm not over-curious. 
I want truth. So I'm not going to be looking for every Bible translation. I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's discipline. You know? I think discipline search means that you actually you are going for truth. Going, not just going for feel good, going for truth. Being disciplined. Amen. Amen. All right? So, what's what, what our, our issue with KJV? Number one, KJV is from, please follow me, from newer and less accurate manuscripts. What, what do I call manuscripts? Now, you know, when they copy the Bible together, you know, um, there are different copies of them. All right? So, for example, um, I copy this, I write this copy, I send it to this church, write a copy of it. Okay? You have maybe like, write, write like five. Send someone else, write like five and all that kind of stuff. So that, that, that's, that's, how the, that's how the Bible spread, by being trans, people are transcribing what is written. Right? So, it means that over time, okay, some, tra- some transcripts were, were um, they sort of, what, what, they grew. Let me tell them by grew. People added some little things that were relaxed, so I will explain. Here and there. That were not in the original, you know, original ones that the, epist- that the people wrote. This is very common. This is fact. It's in the epistles. It's in the, the, it's in the, the gospel and the epistles. It's nowhere. The, the, the OT books are untouched. Okay? But these testament books are where some of these issues are. And I'll show you where. So relax. All right. So the newer, they found newer ones, okay, that included some things not in the older manuscripts. The older. The other ones, you know, closer, closer to when they were written, are confirmed accurate. And those ones came, they were discovered much later. Archaeologists found those ones much, much later. They were dated closer to the time of, of, the, of the writing. So. so these newer ones had some, you know, some erroneous texts. All right? They had about 16 verses there. Where do I issue? 15, 16 verses. So again, it's not a widespread issue, okay? 16 verses. I will see if I can read them out, okay? So, but later on, when they found this, this older manuscript, this, this one's from the first, 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 first century. First century is what the newer versions like NIV are built on. The newer, the older, more accurate manuscripts that are from first to the ninth century. You get, yeah. So, they are more accurate because they are closer to the original. You get, do you understand? Okay, let me go again. So, the, 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 the KJV. Okay, now the people that people that, trans- that, that, that turned the KJV from Greek to that did the English version, the English KJV, they did not, they did not set out to what? Like, what's, what's happening? It's not listening. <laughs> you stop the entire truth to report your boyfriend. <laughs> it is well, though. All right, so we said the, K- the KJV is from newer manuscripts. These manuscripts are from the 10th to 12th or 14th century, thereabouts. That's where that's, that's the manuscript that the KJV used to turn to English. Newer manuscripts. So this newer, this newer manuscript, they sort of, the word is grew. They had grown from the original manuscripts. In the process of transcribing, okay, they had grown. And I'll show you, I'll show you how they grew. I'll, that's my next, I'll show you how they grew in, in the next line. All right? But the NIV is from older manuscripts that are confirmed accurate. Do you understand? Because they are older, they are, the origin, they are older, they are close to the, to, the, to the time where those books were written. Do you get? So, these um, newer ones that the KJV was, was, was based on 
had some issues. 16, 16 verses had been, you know, erroneously added. How? Now, in one case, KJV people, they will try to, when, when, when they see a story in Matthew and Luke, they will try to make Matthew and Luke say the same thing. So, for example, when Matthew says, this kind of doesn't go about prayer and fasting, Luke did not say it. They had it there for Luke. But Luke did not say that part. So why did, why, did, why did Luke not say it? Luke's business. Do you get? But they had it there. In fact, it's even, it's, I think it even said by prayer. They not, they not even added and fasting. He even said prayer. They added and fasting. So a lot of, a lot of our fasting culture is KJV Wala. For example, when Paul says in fasting often, he meant in hunger, in hunger often, hunger, not fasting. When you do not eat because you're on the journey, you're traveling about, no food there, no food there, hunger. People can use in fast. People now used to feel that in fasting. It was not fasting. It was listening to his problems. It was listening out in, in beating, in storm, in danger here, danger there, in fasting often. He was not talking about fasting and prayer. He was in hunger. Do you get what this KJV wala? In fast, so people are saying, people, people used to preach in fastings often. You get, so of our fasting culture is from wrongly, wrongly rendered texts. You get, so that's, that's general, general, general stuff. There's another one also, I think that's in, uh, let me see where that is. Now in John 5, John 5, John 5, 3, John 5, 3, John 5, 3, yes, NIV. Give me an IV and NKJV, give it separately. Give me an IV. Now, the NKJV also. NKJV also. NKJV uses, please follow me. The same manuscripts, but with newer English. I'll show you why it's, why it's better than the old one. Okay? So when you say NKJV also, it's still the, the same problem. When it comes to those verses, it's the same problem. Because they still use those same verses because it's from the same manuscript. They just made, the, the new day is just new language. See the same manuscripts. Please follow me. Yes, see the same manuscript. All right? Okay. Give me, yeah. Is this, is this the full verse of verse of, of, um, of NKJV? Is that the full verse? Yeah, yes. Shoot. Read that. In these lay great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. Go on. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever steps in the water first... After the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now, this might be true or wrong. That's not the problem. This is not the issue. Go to NIV, John 5, 3 and 4. So this is the last time that happened there. We're not saying it's wrong, go. Okay? We are saying that I'll tell you I'll tell you how it got there. Alright. Here yeah, a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One so what happened there? They skip the verse 4. Now, if you check your Bible, your, your attorney Bible, you put, you'll see, they give you a, a footnote there, like a, a letter to say, when you, when you click on the letter, you now see what they mean. They'll not tell you something like, um, other, that manuscript says so and so and so. Now, this is what, this is what happened there. People that, trans, that transcribe this took someone's side notes and added this there. So, for example, let's say your, your, your Bible now, you write something on the side. You not, it's not it's right on the side. So they now join the side and put it in scripture and put it together. Someone side notes. 
So, true. Now, in NKJV, NKJV tries to, from those parts, to asterisk them or to, to bracket them most, a lot of times, okay? But you get the issue there, okay? That is, we're not saying it's wrong, go, but I'm saying that that's how it got into that, that verse. So, other verses of, of no, so says 16 verses. So, I'll just, um, we don't need to read, those, we don't need to read them out. It's your research. All right, go and do a comprising, okay, of your, of your NIV and NKJV, okay? It's, um, 16 verses of such, okay? Now, 16 is small compared to the entire whole. You get. So you cannot judge the, the NKJV as wrong based on 16 verses. Alright? That's less than, no, level one, less than 0. Point something percent. It's, it's not, you get. So, and it does not change the Bible's central theme. doesn't change most of the meaning, so calm down. Don't just say... People used to say Bible has been corrupted. Shut up your mouth. <laughs> you know why? There is no ancient book that's as the Bible. No, it's no ancient book that's anywhere near, near as accurate. See, right now, there are about 24,000 or so, so manuscripts available. Old ones. Old ones. Scrolls available now in parts of the world. And they agree Okay, the, 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 the few issues like this that are there are 0.20%, and they don't change the Bible's meaning. The Bible is the most accurate ancient book ever. See, most, most others, their copies are like, even the ones that people read, like books of Pluto, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, maybe like 50, 50 copies, 500 copies, 1,000 copies. Only the Bible, 24,000 or so copies are that. The, 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 the issues there, 0. Point something percent, and it doesn't change the meaning of it. But people don't have problem with those books, they have problem with the Bible. Madness. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So now, why do we prefer the NKJV to KJV? The language, thou shalt, says thou. Now, down the civil, it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still what thou shalt means. Let's go to first. Second Corinthians five fourteen. Second Corinthians five fourteen. You know, you know the funny people read it because it sounds deep. We said read the Bible for meaning, not for sounds deep. If, if you don't get the meaning, the sounds deep is fruitless. It's vibes. Without the meaning, sound deep is trash. It does not help you. It's zero. You don't know anything. So again, again. I, when I see pastors use it, I just wonder, why are we doing this? When I see pastors using KJV, I'm like, in my, in my head, what exactly is the point of this? Again, I'm too young for the fight, though. <laughs> but you get my point. I just wonder, what exactly are you trying to achieve? When there's even new, why not use the new one? When you use NKJV, what's the point of thou shalt 2021? What's the entire point of, of it? All right? People say when you have to put on Twitter, what's the best Bible? KJV, because it's deep. Okay? All the best. <laughs> All right, Second Corinthians 5.14. Look at this. Yeah. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. <laughs> and that he died Look, for all, that they, that they which, should, which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. But unto him which died for them and rose again. So he says, 
love, love of God constraineth us. Now, that rendering is that what is that is that really what um, Paul's trying to communicate there? Next thing he says, "Thank you, safe." Constraint means maybe to restrain us back, to hold us back, and stuff like that. Okay. Now, now it's not constraint, or job, people. It's not constraint. <laughs> All right. Okay? So he says, constrain it. Now said next verse. He says, says it, it died. So that all who live should not what, live for themselves, but live for one another. That's the arose from the dead. Okay? So when we now see, thank you. Let's go to let's go to NKJV. 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 14 years. For the love of Christ compels us. See that? See, the love of Christ compels us. Now, compels and constrain, they, they don't sound alike. They don't mean the same thing. Opposite. Constrain means, because love holds me back. Compels, because love pushes me on. Yes, constraint is like to hold back. Compels means it's pushing you on, urging you to do things for love's sake. Do things for love's sake. Preach the gospel for love's sake. In the persecution, for love's sake. Push it on for. You see my point here? So, the same word, different meanings. Now, let's go to. Can you have amplified version? Thank you. Give me amplified version. Yeah. For the love of Christ controls and compels us. See that? Love of Christ controls and compels. Let me show us. Now, the Greek word there, right, is um, suneko. S U N S U N E. She's a pastor and she has sense, actually. She's spiritually sound, though. Just excuse it. Excuse it. Just excuse behavior. Excuse it, okay? Just excuse it. She's, she's actually a serious person. Okay? Just, she's a serious. No, as in, she's serious. You get. Just excuse it, okay? Oh, bad doom. Just. <laughs> Alright. So. It's suneko, S-U-N-E-C-H-O. Right. It has many meanings. Again. So it means, please follow me. To hold together, to hold fast. Please follow, I'm, I'm giving many meanings. Hold together, hold fast, you know, to be seized by, press together, close, press on every side, confine, hold fast, urge, impel. Controls. So it means different words. Okay? So it means controls. It means in some sense to hold back. It also means to compel. But when you choose constraint, you've killed half of the meaning. Of which in context the compels works better. God's love pushes you to get stuff done. Makes you live for Christ alone. So I like the, I like the AMP there. The AMP gave you different words. Controls and compels because, in a sense, it compels you. In a sense, also, because love controls you. All right, but constrain it. <laughs> so that is how the KJV is. Now, KJV will make sense if you always read the concordance. If you have time to pause everywhere and check the meaning. But who has the time? Most people don't. So, for a pastor, it may not be a problem because that's his job. 
So you can you can every day sit down with the KJV and concordance, and it's fine. Okay, but for you, you may not have that 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 you know level of time to be checking everything. Why do pastors like KJV and NKJV? Usually because now you are doing a concordance search. It's easier when you are using a Watford Bible. You get that? When you are using a concordance search, it's easier if you are using a word for word. Now, you can't remember what we have with Deuteronomy in NIV. Now, you just compiled a particular phrase and said ripped. But when you are using NKJV, you can say um, lies, you can say um, tazak. So you can, you know, shakab, which one of them. So you can actually see two different words, the lies, the scissors, the force, to check the meaning of it in the concordance. So why people like, why pastors like the NKJV or KJV? Because you can separate them, you can check for actual words a lot easier. Do you understand? So if, if you need to do that, use the NKJV. The Bible should make sense to your mind. Okay? That is best in your language. The language you understand. Amen. All right, so we are done with... Okay, we're not done. Okay, so, um, yes. So I said what? And use a proper, proper translation. NIV, NKJV, your concordance. And we showed you before, use your, your, your Italian Bible so you can compare. You can, compare um, the, you can see the words in Greek and check them out. All right? So, it's very good, right, to study, you know, at your best study time. Now, while you're in school, or those of us who are in school, we know our best study time, right? So once it's early morning or late at night, you know the time when you get stuff done the most. Read your Bible then. Stop reading when it's not entering. Some people just, some people just say, eh, I, I started my Bible. But me and you know it did not enter. <laughs> you want to do your version trick. But you and I know it did not enter. So what's the entire point? So fix it to when you will actually get it. Now, 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 now. Now, you, know, you can, have, can have the, the, the Bible running all day. That's fine. But your proper study should be when you are actually be able to get what you are reading. So for some, it's early morning, late at night, whenever. Okay? Put off your phone and put off your phone and do it. Try so you can focus. So this, this, this are, the, are the times when, when your phone will be quiet. So for most of us, it is late at night, early morning. Before people wake you up. Before, you, before your bukata. Your bukata. Your son's to wake up. Before they tell you to come, exactly. Before they tell you to come, boil rice. Alright? So, for me, usually, that time is usually between 4 and 7 a.m. Usually between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. So, this means you sleep early. Some of us sleep too late to, sleep too late to be useful to God. No, no, you sleep too late to be useful to God. You sleep too late to be useful to God. You wake up, you wake up at 6 o'clock, you sleep at 2.30. You are up by 5 a.m. You are so tired, you are not to anybody. Even you go to yourself, you are not useful. You are just hacking through the day. Just roughing, just a rough that day. But you, you know that your brain is half asleep because you just, you just. Okay? Sleep early. At least, if I talk, so program your life deliberately. Okay? If you're going to sleep late, know, know why you sleep late. Know that you, you have time to cover, cover up to actually for the time. Know that you're awake being useful. Not awake on Twitter. At 1 30 a.m., are you running the app? Are you the, are you the bot? Are you the engineer? You're up at 1.30 on Twitter. Doing what? No, no, no. Let, 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 let me tell you the worst part. You are up at 2.30 Netflixing. Your best sleep time of Netflix. You know your best sleep time between 11 and 2. Science. 
11 and 3. Your, best, your brain actually does a proper rest in that period. Proper shutdown rest. So you now use that time for Netflix, waste, waste, of, waste of, 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 of your sleep cycle. You, you just wasted your sleep cycle. Even forget Bible, common sense. You wasted your, your, your sleep cycle, you just wasted it to Netflix. When, 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 when should Netflix? When should you, when, when should you play? There are times when your, your body is actually already tired, you want to sleep. Like in the afternoons or in between, in between afternoon and evening. When you Netflix then? At 7 to 9, seven to nine well, is there time, 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 time that you're really unproductive? It's your unproductive time, right? So you should be jumping up and down and playing because your body's already tired to do anything, anything useful intellectually. When you now use that, use time for sleep to play, you've burnt it, you've wasted it, you've just, do yourself, do yourself harm. Alright? See, life productivity act, early to bed, early to rise. Simple act. Simple act to life. Makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. My mom says, Ajelma Sololoru. Ajelma Sololoru. What does mean I come home like, Ajelma Sololoru, Lawson. <laughs> of which there is sense in it. If you are not Ajay, why are you, why are you talking to a night every time? <laughs> broke, broke, broke love. Broke. Property love. <laughs> God has blessed you. God has blessed you. Don't leave broke. <laughs> All right. All right. So fix a time that actually works for you. That works for your understanding. Don't read the Bible to impress people. A time that works for your understanding. Streak is good if you get what you are reading. If you don't, you are striking yourself. You know why? Because you will brag that you read the Bible cover to cover, but you didn't get any, so you just, you just wasted your time. And you assume knowledge, but you don't know anything. You assume knowledge. Yeah. All right? Try to, try to form a routine around it. Try to form a routine around it. Routines, amen. We're going to break in three minutes or so. Routines work. Routines work. Routines make you feel that, that sense of, that's something I should be right now. It works. It works. So form routines around, around things you have to do. You have to pray. Fix a time in your life for it. Study. Fix a time in your life for it. So that, that form of, that feeling of, I have something undone to do will be in your head. Human beings, we, we, we work by program really. So program yourself. Have a, don't, don't do, I'll read it anytime. You will not read it. All those, I'll read anytime. You will not read it. Fix a time. Alright? Have an accountability partner. Have an accountability partner. Once we have relationship, but a will of Ryan anyway. All you talk about is, I love you. I love you. I did not see today. You did not call me. I love you. Vows day is coming. Here is my list. This is my birthday list. Airport um, funds. Let me open. The, let me open the list. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me just have mercy. Let me have mercy on you. All right. So don't waste the friendship. It's so for something good. Airport. <laughs> All right. 
Butterfly, Alpha. Glory to God. It gets better and better. It gets better and better. This year, tension in premium one. Started from someone, someone every day, pictures of loot. Ha, huh, this is my favorite picture. My favorite picture. Kinical, kinical. My favorite picture. Uh, next one, just when I said, my butterfly. Ah. Ah. Next. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Now, they're not hearing, uh, we're hearing for each other accurate words. Uh, okay. We move. Hey, 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 hey. Spiritual love, we move. <laughs> All right. So use your friendship, your love relationship for something good. Study together. Review together. So you can say, this week we're doing efficiency. So in your free time that week, you review together. Amen. Now, that review, I did not say go to Shella's house and review. Me, Rachel. <laughs> Why? Because things do happen. <laughs> Strong presence. <laughs> okay, so I rather review over Zoom or Telegram or even better church on Sunday as a service. There is space. People, everybody's here. Do, do AC, light, internet. Do like, do like, you know. Some people that we know here, do like them, okay? That's the people in different sides of the church. Butterfly there, you know, um, caterpillar there. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. yes. It, it helps, okay? See, this is how, this, 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 this used to be Christian dating norm. On, on, people, on people called SU, Vasabi. And in so doing, we, we killed ourselves. When we turned S to Wasabi, Scripture Union, university group back then, when we turned to Wasabi, we threw away the baby's bathwater. Those were normal then, seeing in church, seeing in church after service, seeing your, your brother in church and talking in church was the norm. Was the norm. All this was going to our house, Ibajeni. It was around Nuni. One of them had No, no, this was the norm. The norm was. I love you, right? But I feel God. I feel God. God is with me on this. I feel God is like leading me to you. That was the norm. But these days, the move that God said, "I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you." Yeah, present it aside. Okay. Oh man, ten Benny. They used to tear in the eBay. All right. Let's go back to things that work. I love you. I've prayed about it. I feel convinced. And pray about it too. That's the norm. <laughs> Amen. All right. So, well, <laughs> I go go to your house. All right. So, Amen. Let, let's 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 wrap this up. So. I have a contemplative partner. Preferably, person you talk to the most every day. Your boyfriend, girlfriend, every word of rain. Study together. See, what you don't do while courting might be hard to do while married. 
build the habits now. Prayer time together. Meditation together. Okay, ministry together. Study together. What you don't do in courting, I'm not sure you do it in marriage. People think I'll marry. Okay? <laughs> not that one now. I, I said it to that. She's okay. She's bad. Too. Don't worry. Just... Please, Deji, what that do is do quickly. So she can kiss this kid, so we can yell in this church. What that do is do quickly. Kiss the cookie, so you can't do Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, when studying, you can do a book by book study or a topical study. Just choose a topic like faith, topical study. Or character by character, a character Joseph, Paul, and stuff like that to read about them. Don't just do anywhere open. It's God's will for me to do today. Just take your Bible and do, do, bra. <laughs> Come on, show us on the screen. <laughs> you get that's don't just open anywhere open. Come on, come on, come on. Now don't forget that we don't throw a fleece. Yeah, that's what I do is some form of fleece. Anywhere open. That he walked the field does not mean that it always works. It's risky way to study. Alright? So I encourage him. I encourage that you actually read through the epistles this year. Read through the epistles over and over and over again. Because you can finish the epistles in two weeks. They are short. Yes. Finish the epistles in two weeks. Well, depends uh, on the person, your work schedule and all that, okay? But I'm just saying, my, this is my point, that I can do it over and over and over again. So with that, we can go on break. Continue, continue. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.